healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Nearly a two-word review just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the last minute. Welcome back to the Cat Apartment. So, Mr. you are now tuned in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, and as usual, we are so happy to have you up here. It's not downstairs. It's not in the basement. You can't go down there. The place is fucking destroyed. Uh, I don't know how much longer it's going to be destroyed, or even if we're going to be here when it's not destroyed. Um, so we're, uh, you know, we're we're getting mobile, and we're trying to find new and different ways to do this here podcast, right? Taking over my cat's uh, very well appointed apartment in the upstairs of our house. I'm talking to friends on the internet and whatnot, and uh, going out and doing some live tapings, like you heard Israel Nash. We uh, talked to him in an RV recently, um, and uh, I might be going down to talk to Lonnie Holly. I'll, I'll tell you guys more about that at, at a later date, because today we got a great little podcast for you, what we're doing here. Uh, I'm going to tell you all about DuPont Brass at some point, because this band is from right here in D.C., and they are, um, I'll give you more, they, they slay, okay? They slay. They just put out a new EP, it's called Halftime. It kicks all kinds of ass. I'm so excited that this album is out in the world, or this EP is out in the world. Uh, but before that, uh, we're going to talk about No Name. Now, no Name is a rapper from Chicago, used to be from Chicago. She's from L.A. now. Put out one of my favorite albums in 2016. It's called Telephone. She is back now, a couple of weeks ago, with uh, the amazingly well-received Room 25. That is considered her official debut and uh so of course we we're going to listen to it of course we're going to talk about it so now i'd like to welcome my good friend philip bass Knight of soon to have a hit video now broke royals well thank you very much that is I, I saw the little little preview last night uh amazing video for great song but for like a good pause even yeah thank you um it's called bad chemicals yeah we're, we're releasing the song on october 17th and uh, the video, hopefully by the end of the month, uh, it's got sort of a spooky Halloween vibe. So that's kind of yeah, what yeah. What we're it's, it's, it's nice, it's nice. But we'll uh, we'll be talking about it. I do need so <laughs> you you know the basement got destroyed. I, I uh, heard R.I.P. Yeah, well uh, they're 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 doing something to it. So there there may be hope yet. <laughs> she may live to see another day. Uh, and if that happens, though, we'll uh, we'll try to get uh, you and the whole band over to talk about it. Um, or maybe we'll just come to you. I don't know. We'll yeah, good luck wrangling all those guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Right now, though, we are here to talk about one uh, Fatima Warner. Everybody else in the world knows her as No Name. Uh, she put out an album a few weeks ago called Room 25. This was the follow-up to, um, y- y- they call it a mixtape. I'm just going to call it her debut album. <laughs> Telephone. <laughs> um, you know, nobody, and I mean nobody has been able to really define to me what a mixtape means uh, past maybe 2012 that is different <laughs> from an album. So, for example, Acid Rap, that's an album, um, to me at least. Uh, Telephone is an album. It was it was one of the most remarkable debuts in history, the rap, hip-hop, or whatever. It's it, it was just 
after having been in the background of Chance's stuff, of uh, Donnie Trumpet's stuff, of some other rappers around Chicago, uh, you know, she steps out and says, look, this is, this is who I am. And it, it just was like, you saw the potential and all of a sudden it was there in front of you. And it's like, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is a person who just came out of the womb or something perfectly <laughs> like formed and talented. And how did this person get here? She followed that up with a bunch of shows in 2016. And, um, they were some of the best shows that I've seen. I saw them twice. One of them was here at U Street Music Hall in Washington, D.C. And, um, you know, it, it was very... Well, it, this was pre-election. I don't want to bring politics too much into it, but I think it, it does play in how... Like, this, this album is colored by that, for me at least. So it, it was during a time when, when people weren't, uh, for lack of a better word, scared. <laughs> hmm. or, or as scared as they are now. So it felt good. And it felt, and she was doing like neo soul or whatever we, we want to call it. Uh, this very uh, sort of hippie hip hop uh, back <laughs> in the days, like De La Soul. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, absolutely. I I think it's um, interesting to see neo soul as a label associated with her because, and I totally understand it, but to me, it's just jazz, and jazz yeah. has yeah. reached this point where it's. You know, hitting Neo Soul. Another album that I've been listening to recently is the Butcher Brown EP. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, you out know, of Richmond, the, Virginia? Out of Richmond, Virginia, yeah. Um, and I'm getting very similar, just a similar tone overall, especially the, some of the bass um, mm-hmm. stuff. And and so I thought that was interesting and really fun and kind of, you know, the post to Pimp a Butterfly era, uh, even though she's been doing this for a long time. But it, it yeah. really, it it's a perfect fit in this era of hip hop and soul and jazz where they're all intersecting in a beautiful way. Yeah. And I think it's her, it's, it's her own thing is the way I like to think of it. Um, like, like you said, I, I don't, the neo soul, I think of like Maxwell. Right. Uh, or Raphael Sadiq or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. exactly. Or, or, you know, or, uh, Charles, Charles, uh, Bradley. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I think it's too easily tossed around. Um, but whatever it is she's doing, uh, it's great. So she took some, she moved to LA from Chicago. Um, she, uh, in her words, grew up, uh, which in, in this case meant, uh, had sex. Um, and, um, you know, had a relationship, uh, that maybe didn't end so well and, and sort of threw herself into, uh, this whole different sort of lifestyle out in Los Angeles, uh, with like the alt comedy scene and, um, really, uh, she said about this album that she made it basically because of financial duties. You know, she had, she had to pay her rent, yeah. uh, which is which is both good and bad. And we're going to get into that. Um, but I, I want to start off by playing a little track of this to give everybody a, a sort of feel for what we're talking about. And this is arguably, I think, one of the better tracks in the album. Uh, this is the fourth track of the album's "Window." Me so happy now, me so Mississippi, kiss me till I drown, everybody think they know me, don't nobody really know me, here with him a little ways from now, empty, 
Everything we ever was was empty, empty fucking cussing. I know I'm your bitch, but you my bitch too. Making money, little TM. DM your resume to industry sympathy held you down. Don't, don't. We love you. Ain't nobody around. Masquerade like I'm empty. Empathy was empathy only when you was into me. Kiss me back to save you. Happy, happy. This song ain't even about you, Daffy Duck. Daffy Taffy, Daffy Ducky, Bucky all around. For me on the ground, for me in the bed to skip. For me with your eyes closed, took a red cruise ship. This song ain't even about you, Daffy Duck. This song gon' make me go fuck your daddy. This on the reason I be cleaning up who I send them the Addy. That's like a remedy for nothing, that's me French and a tabby. Mississippi gets me till I drown Everybody thinks they know me Don't nobody really know me Me so happy now Me so Mississippi gets me till I drown Everybody thinks they know me Don't nobody really know me Quit looking out the window Window off of Room 25, uh, No Name's sophomore album. I'm going to stick to that. Um, you know, there's a great line in there that is, you know, she's 27 years old now. Uh, the idea of don't just sit there uh, looking out your window, get out there and do something. And, and I think that's something that you, I mean, it's, it, it is a universal sentiment, but it's something definitely in youth as people discover themselves. And this album is a lot about, uh, her discovering herself and putting it out there. Um, I will say, I've had a little bit of trouble locking into this because of that, um, because of the aforementioned uh, politics issue. Um, when I think about her as an artist, I think about her as basically the best artist. I, I don't know anybody that is that sounds like her these days. I don't know anybody that is as good a writer as her these days. Mm. Um, I. I don't know anybody who can just bring it all together and like is self-producing. Like this is, she is like the ideal here. And to have an album that is largely um, just about uh, herself for a long time, like just didn't sit with me uh, until weirdly today I was, I was uh, sitting down in our kitchen um, making tortillas uh, and listening to this, and and something just latched, where I I, I got into this person, um, and um, you know part of this component is she's considered hip hop, uh, she's a rapper. She even says what you you thought I couldn't fucking rap. I mean that's one of the lines, yeah. a great line on here. <laughs> and um, you know a lot of a lot of hip hop relies on braggadocio. It relies on uh, talking about money, talking about pussy, <laughs> talking about which. She does on all this, and it was just so weird to hear her doing that. When I'm like, you don't have to do that. See, that's funny. I, to me, I had a, I had a similar. Um, I, I was reminded of politics, but from a different angle. Mm-hmm. And I thought about in this era where words are thrown around 
so meaninglessly. She makes sure that you remember that words matter. And everything is so intentional, right? And every, every break is so intentional. And, uh, and also it's so at like at moments, just laugh out loud funny to me. Yeah. The album is just so great and such a nice. Better better call D'Angelo for this one. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, I just was found myself like, you know, re-listening to songs because they were just putting me in such a good mood. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, in that, in that sense, um, I, I just really enjoy like how intentional every word is, every rhyme. Um, when it is about the, you know, common tropes of hip hop, it's not, uh, it's not just, not just braggadocio to me. Like to me, it felt like it was more like personal, like trying to flip things on their head, right? Trying to be like, I can be in this game too if I want to, but then yeah. just kind of like dip in and out of it, you know? Right, right, right. But the, you see, that's what that's sort of making me sad. But to your point about mm-hmm. uh, because because uh, again, I and and this is just uh, I don't know if it's being paternalistic or or whatever, but it's just me. Like you don't have to do that. You're better than that. Um, but it also is the culture, so you can't. You know, the, it is what it is. Um, and but to your point about words matter, I think that's where it finally locked into me is not just words matter, but we often forget that the self matters as well. Mm. And this is a this is a strong reminder that it is. I mean, it is an album all about her, all about her like growing up, all about her experiences now, feeling awkward, feeling alone, how she doesn't, uh, how she gets over feeling alone. That last track, No Name, mm-hmm. um, you know, is is. You know, basically saying we we don't nobody has a name in heaven. You know, and just uh, that's so existentially uh, youthful, <laughs> like five <laughs> joints in in a college dorm. <laughs> but 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 that's that's like super refreshing because you don't ever you also you hear the braggadocio, but you don't often hear that in hip hop. You don't often hear that level of uh, renouncing the ego. <laughs> yeah, renouncing the ego, and um. And so it so it becomes a reminder of you know the you know being able to think about yourself and think about like your fears and and your worries and the things you take joy in, which is uh, ultimately like I think all just all over this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of celebration of sexuality and and just you know personhood and all that, and it was you know it comes through in in a very light way, but I don't think it ever gets gross or like Mm-mm. you know just no. great, yeah. No, and it's because, you know, she's talking about this relationship and she's talking about somebody who she knows, like, not only that he didn't love her, but she didn't love him. (laughs) She's just like, she's like, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do it. And, and I'm going to, you know, (laughs) I'm going to write about it. And, um, you know, from that viewpoint is refreshing. That's empowering. Uh, if you are a woman, period. But if you're a black woman, hear that, 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 is it's going to have a very different impact than like say an old white man like me. <laughs> um but it 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 is uh back to sort of what I was saying not I don't know why I didn't expect this from her. Um that it she would turn all this so on herself. Uh but you know, here we are, <laughs> and, and this is who she's going. And for that, for that matter, like this sort of makes it feel like, in that sense, like a transition album rather than the debut. And that's why I keep referring to Telephone as her debut album. I think um, anytime 
you make a big move like that, like things change. And, and I, I mean, I would like to believe that an artist is good enough to perfectly reflect that, but we know that's not true. Um, so, you know, you get to a song, song like window addresses that, but you get a song like ace, which is basically just talking shit. Like we're badasses from Chicago, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but then you get to a song like part of me, which you liked. Um, I want to, I want to play a little bit of that and then, uh, come back. And uh, have you talked about it for a little bit? Sounds good. I have to focus on the part of me that I'm trying to feel. I can pretend I love myself, but if you go, I feel sure for you. Riddle me this. Mona Lisa piece of pepperoni, smiling over Sony speakers, getting a fit. Often off of the shits. It's a party at my granny house. Now birthdays and funerals will only bring the family out. Riddle me no. Politician do a dance for me. Hot potato milly rock devastation. The kitty bop. Idiot. Idiot. Itty bitty resentfulness. Riddle me go. Chicago go go by. Chicago East Rome Savage. Ashes to backstage passes. Ashes to house on Ashland. Chicago go go cozy. Move to LA County. But on my old life day. But on my new life day. But on me love forgive me. To me the song is wrestling with you know this relationship dissolving but also with spirituality mm-hmm. and uh like lines like um my notebook is less jesus and more gospel yeah to it you know and and i always i've got a soft spot for anyone who can put that out there and and make that you know sort of like religious doubt part of what they're what they want to talk about because it's often so just right under the surface, I think, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not something you would hear in hip-hop and not really something I would have expected from a Chance affiliate to be like, you know, I don't really know what I believe, you know? Right, right, right. Skepticism, doubt. That's not... Those aren't his themes, for sure. Um, no, no. But, you know, she doesn't have to play by his rules and she's just being honest. And I, I liked that. I thought that was... um, That was striking to me. And I, I agree with you. I think, you know, this could go a little deeper, maybe. Um, maybe look at look at religion and you know really put it in the bullseye but right. uh, it's scratching which, the surface of something it is which is and, and 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 i think that like i know i am i'm not going to speak for you but i think that's putting an unfair expectation on her yeah saying like oh my god you are that talented i mean she mm-hmm. she grew up uh her mom apparently owned a bookstore she's uh studied poetry and literature like her whole life i mean this is this is a a well-versed human Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, more well versed than most humans, you know, and <laughs> and and it's evident in what she writes. And when and when you do something like that, um, you kind of want, or you know, my point about the politics is that you know, I, I, I kind of people are going to listen, so say something about something broader. Hmm. And and as yeah. a listener, as a listener, though, that's selfish. Yeah, because she doesn't want to. Or yep. maybe she does. I mean, she doesn't do that. She don't want, doesn't want to put that on the album. Yeah, or isn't there yet personally, or or whatever it is. Yeah, or you know, the cynical take on that is that she literally, if this was just for money, so it's this is self produced, right? Mm-hmm. So she basically just got it together and put got her friends together, made this thing so she could make money because she knew she'd make money. She just <laughs> didn't really put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, and and if that if that's the angle you're looking at this album at, like. This may be the most talented hip hop artist of all time because it it is legitimately just a a 
a great, a fun trip of an album um, that if you are familiar with her, you're, you're going to be like, yeah, that sounds like no name. And if you're not, you're going to be like, who is this like amazing new voice that I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we're, we're talking a lot about the lyrics, but the music is so strong and so yeah. much of the album and that it, that will, for me, give it legs that will, that will give it, make it something that I return to over and over again, just because it, you can just put it on and, and you can relax or you could, you know, be going for a run or whatever, you know, like it's just kind of all purpose music. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it, and it, it sort of fits the times in the way, um, I mean, take Neo off it and just put soul music. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it is made up of jazz, but soul music was meant to enrich and soul music was meant to uh, soothe during the, you know, the trying times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you put this on at a, uh, well, it's fall, so you're not going to put it on in a cookout. But, you know, this this would be like what you hear in the background. And, and you didn't necessarily need to know what it was. It's just that this is, here's some good vibes mm-hmm. coming off this thing. Um, I, I think, you know, she's going out on tour with this and I know in DC, at least she sold out the first night at the 930 club, which is like a 1200 oh, venue. Yeah. And then, um, so her star has risen. We were talking before, um, about the Spotify issue a little bit. And, uh, and I wasn't necessarily aware that she was the first person, first independent artist to sign with Spotify. Well, um, yeah, I don't know if she's totally she's not signed per se, but she she uploads directly. Right, she uploaded right, right. it directly to them, like Bandcamp, the same yeah. model as that, which cuts out third parties like CD Baby and TuneCore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and that is um, in your mind, like you think that's an example other people can follow, or you think that's just rarefied air, and she's just in the right place at the right time, and it's just going to be her. Yeah, I don't know. That's a big, that's an interesting, that, that will depend on Spotify. Do they want to open it up to everyone? If so, I don't see any reason why most independent artists wouldn't just directly mm-hmm. upload. Um, you know, I think most of those distributors aren't doing anyone a ton of favors. Choose so. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. words carefully here. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I think that there's no harm in it, certainly, yeah. if they just want to yeah. open it up to everyone. Um, but I think, you know, she's a strong advocate for being an independent artist and, you know, comes from, you know, that chance crew in Chicago who Mm -hmm. also feels that way. So she was a perfect choice. It it was a, it was a natural fit. Someone who's independent who can directly upload to Spotify and not have to worry about, you know, anything else, just kind of put it up there and let the world hear it just like it is on Bandcamp. Just kind of, yeah, yeah. I do wonder about, you know, when we talk about the value of music, when you talk about something that that we've been talking about, it's objectively, you know, it's objectively great music, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So from an artistic standpoint and, and then, but it has to have value in the marketplace. And I wonder uh, where all this goes sometimes with her doing this, with Chance doing this, like they just don't need a label. They don't, they don't even sell their records. It took yeah. her for it took her forever to put telephone on vinyl, and it's she like only pressed three thousand of it as if she would only sell three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and she ended up having to. I think the pressing was like uh, like twenty or thirty thousand at the end of the day because it, I mean I bought one. It was it was a no brainer. I was like yes, yeah. give me that. And you know it's not available for this yet, but uh, you know this this different model and what it, it like. I wonder if if you're a younger artist out there seeing this, if you're looking at this being, 
uh, encouraged or discouraged by by her doing this and Chance doing this and just being like, hey, I'm basically giving it away. Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting because, yeah, the money is not there in streaming, especially as, as you're just starting out, right? Sure. Uh, it can be eventually, but but it is, you know, for every Chance, Chance has become one of these iconic figures, um, not only because his music's great and he does great work, but also because he did so strongly advocate for doing it without a label that every kid and i get to work with a lot of up-and-coming artists yeah um who are like you know i just got a macbook and i want to like use garage band and and it's a, to them it's a like a one-to-one -one, like chance did it i can do it and right, as a result yeah. spotify just becomes or you know soundcloud or bandcamp they're or all bandcamp, flooded yeah, with yeah, these yeah. you know kids who are just putting up music for free and I, you know there's no right answer it's just one of those endlessly puzzling things where if you're a curator at Spotify, how are you ever going to sift through them? You know all yeah. the like and, stuff. And I, and I and I know you got to be careful about saying uh, stuff like that, but I don't like a lot of that <laughs> stuff. A lot of that stuff is bad. Sure, um, but but in a great way, in a great right. way, because you get to see people, uh, you get to see people learn, you get to see people grow, you get to see mm -hmm. people, and you definitely saw her from these last two from the projects she was working on with Chance to this telephone to this you have seen her grow mm -hmm. but it's still like this nebulous like it's kind of a free product it's not really making her money i mean it's selling her concert tickets and everything mm -hmm. and i and maybe somebody on the back end is paying uh for it and that's not uh that's that's certainly not something that uh, everybody has access to or most people ever will have access to um yeah. to, to just get investors so you know i i guess my question is like if if this is, we have an album this good, then why why shouldn't people just be making albums this good? And and and, and yeah. Well, but, if it were only that easy. <laughs> if it, well, yeah, if it were only that easy, because like I think that if you make an album like this, you want to be like, I you're gonna give me the fucking money now. Like this is this is what's gonna happen. Sure. And it, and it's just not it's not that relationship. And and I I want to be in that world where that people just do this, that they don't hold back, that they create the best possible thing they can do and they take however long they need to do it or they take how quickly they need to do it and put it out there and be like, hey, here it is. And then just sort of go on about their life, be be a little more organic about it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough call. We've touched We've talked about this a little bit before, uh, yeah. you know, the car seat headrest thing where he put out so many albums right? and then he just reissued Twin Fantasy because he was like, well, I want to do it. I want to re-record it because I didn't record yep. it the way that it should have been recorded. Um, but then what does that do to the momentum of that album? You know, would the impact have been greater if it had, ne if it had been, well, you know, something that was put <laughs> on a CDR and handed around yeah, yeah, uh, and then eventually got to be put out on Matador in the right way? Probably right. I think it would have probably had a a bigger, or you know, it's it's an unanswerable question, but it's well, something well, to mull a, over, a, right? As a young a, artist, you'd want yeah, to think about a, that. That's a really good example, though, with Car Street Headrest, because he's re reissuing it now. Has completely <laughs> has <laughs> right. completely reinvented that band, so it's not him. It's like a forty person band. Yeah, it's actually only eight, I think. But uh, only but, eight. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, but they, but they're doing this whole thing that doesn't um, that. Like me, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not alone for the ride right now. Like I'll stick to the, uh, the album before that, and I'm, I'm like good, and the other stuff that was up before. But, 
to a lot of other people, like the, it's a whole different kind of artist. Totally, because yeah, he, ba- he basically just said, "Fuck you, I'm I'm just don't want to do an album." Sure, <laughs> like, but he, but he had stuff that was there and it yep. was ready and um something I've talked about before, maybe even on the podcast is uh, the Guns N' Roses thing where <laughs> Axel had this cassette kicking around from before um, Appetite for Destruction and it never got used and never got used. And then it ended yeah. up being a civil war. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or no, sorry, I'm sorry. November Rain. It ended up yeah. being November Rain, which is like one of their best songs or at least most successful songs. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, it, it's because it, it didn't, there was no band camp for him to put it out on, you know? Right. There right. was no YouTube for it to get uploaded that it got to gestate and like become uh, something a little bit fuller that it's the song we know today. Yeah. So th- there is something to, to self-monitoring and saying maybe like, oh, maybe, maybe you know, this isn't ready or, or I should think about what will happen if I hold on to this. Just because these platforms are there. Right. doesn't mean they have to be used. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I don't I mean maybe she's maybe no name is working on like some really like to pimp a butterfly level shit. Hmm. Yeah. Which I, which is not selling this short. No, I mean, I mean this is a great all. album and if she's selling out, you know, the 9:30 club then twice it's doing what it needs to be. Yeah, it's that's, doing what it You know, is. that's great. I mean, yeah. and she's building that fan base and and going to be able to continue to grow and explore you know the themes that she wants to yeah yeah but um yeah so go out and see her on tour kids the and you can uh you can't buy it yet maybe you can maybe you can on itunes it's up on bandcamp though i know it's on spotify apple music google like everywhere you can get music uh and uh probably streaming on soundcloud i would imagine it's probably streaming on some platform we've never even heard of I wonder if it's on. I wonder if it's on Bonnie Vare's service. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what is Bonnie Vare's service? The, the big the, red machine. That's a whole other podcast. Oh, uh, thanks for hanging out, <laughs> Philip. And uh, that was my pleasure. We, uh, like I said, we'll get you guys over here once the uh, if the timing works out. If the basement gets fixed before we skip down. Yeah, we'd love and then, that. And then, uh, if not, we'll figure it out, man. All right, gonna take a real quick break and then come back and tell you all about that Dupont brass. Maybe this the album you listen to in your car when you drive home late at night, really questioning every god, religion, Kanye bitches. Maybe this is the entrance before you get to the river or heaven before the heathen. No reason for you to like me. Maybe this your wife, he just went in to clean the boys. The baby ain't really yours. It's really for baby's teeth and the chicken wings under season. Y'all really thought a bitch couldn't rap, huh? Maybe this your answer for that. No Name's Room 25 is available pretty much everywhere, just not in physical form. It's a digital release only. Uh, So you can go to your streaming services. uh, You can go to iTunes, Amazon Music to buy it. I just bought it from Bandcamp um, to pay what you want. I paid what you you pay for digital downloads and whatnot. Uh, It's a great album. It's a great album. And it's going to, I feel like we're going to be talking about it. For uh, for ways to come, and I feel like it's just gonna keep building. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna hear from me in about like six months. I'm like, this is the most amazing fucking album I've ever heard. Uh, I guarantee mm-hmm. that because that's I know my brain, and I think you guys do by now too. After almost 400 episodes, that's that's kind of how that works. Uh, so so what I'm saying is, go out and get it. 
Before we get out of here, I promised you I was going to tell you all about DuPont Brass from right here in Washington, D.C., and that's what I'm going to do right now. This is uh, this is an eight-piece. They uh, originally were a five-piece made up of a bunch of music majors from Howard University. Uh, like any good superhero origin story, uh, they had a mission. They had to uh, raise money to pay their tuition. And uh, they looked at themselves, and they, you know, being music managers, musicians, they said, we, we, sirs, do indeed have the skills to pay the bills, and that is what they did. They went out, they played metro stops, they got in front of people, they uh, played events, they played weddings, they played little gigs like Tropicalia, I believe they played the Funk Parade here, and uh, and then they started putting out albums. Now, in 2018, they put out an album called Eclectic Soul. Uh, that album rocked, but we, we didn't quite get to that one, and uh, honestly, I don't know why. Uh, because it's a shame, because the first time I heard that, I was like, holy shit, these guys are amazing. But they are back now uh, with their second release of 2018. It's an EP called Halftime, and it's um, it's a lot of, it's it's old school, man. It's mixing go-go, it's mixing uh, hip-hop, it's mixing jazz, it's mixing big band. Uh, it has, like, skits. It's, uh, it's honestly, it's one of my favorite le- releases I've heard this year from anybody, local or otherwise. It, it's just a wild fun uh little like 30 minutes of music and uh i'm gonna play a track for you right now because i think you need to you need this in your life more importantly you need to do what the name of this track is you need to enjoy yourself On my plate, my razor, whole snack, best believe I just ate. George Jones just DM me, and she told me that she love our tape. Love it, <laughs> she love it. Just got booked for another show, got two degrees, so check them fees, baby, I'm a pro. Why am I so blessed? I don't know, must be the gotta be, baby, see the glow. I'm glowed up. My nephew better be three years old. Tell me how could somebody so young have so much soul? You'll be a great daddy, that's what I've been told. Oh. Zulu coming soon, but first let me reach my goal. Cause I got dreams, baby, I got dreams of accomplishing legendary things. And even when life isn't as it seems, I remember royalties in my jeans. Niggas, I'm a king. Life's too short to stay mad. Be grateful that you farther than you were from way back. Smile at your haters, that's the greatest, baby. Outside in public, 
hiding under steeples, thinking God won't love you if you're out here humping. Yeah, you're a straight dog, we all cry. Play ass shoes, yeah, we all buy. Most of us love McDonald's fry. Basically, do you and enjoy your life. Middle school was so tough for me. Never knew what it was like to have luxury. Mama ain't want me to be a thug, you see. But Tupac and Biggie was raising me. And so is every potter. Yeah, I'm a nerd on the fade in. Tell me, daughter. All day I get paid to bring my slaughter. On my own way, call me water. <laughs> and so is this music. Since we was little, this all we've been doing. Even if they moving, we think in this shit, live our life like a movie. And try to blow a smoke with the windows down. If police roll up, I crack a smile. If I get an inch, I'ma take a mile. I never fake for likes on my profile. Every morning when you wake up, live your life like an easy baker and get your cake up. Don't worry about haters. Most hard now, we ain't getting soft later. I let my girls pick up then Quaker. When the attitude better not to paint her. Need some help to live your life on the rail, you deserve top shelf. Just enjoy yourself. You got a roof over your Just head. Just enjoy yourself. You woke up oh, and you ain't dead. Just enjoy yourself. But tomorrow, live for today. And always remember the storm brings a brighter day. I see you sitting out there listening to this song, wondering, is he talking about me? Are they really talking about me? Yeah, man, this song is for everybody out there who's enjoying their life. And those of you who aren't, we expect for you to get up right now and don't text that man back. Don't Enjoy yourself from DuPont Brass. Uh, that is, man, that song uh, is the jam. It's not, you know, my favorite song on this EP is, is a track called Slow Jams. Um, and that should be obvious why, if you've listened to any, any of these podcasts or know me and all know my musical taste, but, but, uh, enjoy yourself just ties it all together. And, um, it's what these guys are doing is for my money, the future of what DC music should be doing. Um, we've got a, a remarkably creative scene here that dabbles in all kinds of genres. Uh, but this, I, but it feels like a little bit more. This is honoring um, a tradition in DC that is uh, that's almost gone, and we've talked about it a lot. And the light is almost going out. But I hear this, and I think, nah, it's coming back. So, you know, first of all, go out and buy this. Second of all, when you see them playing, go out and see them. But third of all, to venues in town, what the fuck are you doing? Not booking these guys every weekend. Put them in your small room. Put them in an early show. Put them in a late show. Something. Get people out to get down. And they will come. That's the whole point. That is the whole point of of Go-Go, of DC culture, the music. Um, yeah, and they're leading the charge. So if things go according to plan, we're going to be talking to them sooner rather than later. Uh, we actually, we were supposed to be uh, having them in here on the episode around the time they released this single in September. And uh, I was joking with him, uh, with Brent from the band. And I said, yeah, you know, if our basement doesn't flood and then uh, the very next night, the basement flooded. And uh, so we, we didn't do the interview, uh, but we'll make it happen because uh, man, I feel like these guys got a lot to say. And I feel like they're just getting warmed up. So good on them. 
That is it for this episode of Chunky Glasses, the podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us in iTunes. Leave us a rating or a message there. You can also listen to us on Google Play, Mixcloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can also tell your friends. Word of mouth is how we've done everything forever, and uh, I still believe it's the best way to go. So uh, tell your friends about us. Get them turned on and tuned in. Uh, and speaking of which, if uh, if you're all like, man, you guys talk about too much music, too much different kinds of music, I really just want to hear about, say, The Grateful Dead. You are in luck because we are in, a, in sort of a partnership with the Osiris Podcast Network. Our sister podcast, Dead to Me, hosted by our friend Casey Ray, is out there in the wild right now. It's at deadtome.pod on Twitter, uh, www.deadtomepod.com. The first two episodes are up there, fantastic. Working hard on the third episode. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to work out to about a 12 uh, episode series, at least the first season. And, and this is for people who really love the Grateful Dead and then people who uh, are, are dead curious. Casey is a great guide to this cultural landscape and, and, and how the dead have woven themselves into our fabric. Uh, our friend Eduardo's on there. It's, it's a great podcast, is what I'm saying. Tune into that if you get the chance. Uh, even if you don't like the dead, it's just good. So, so get on that. Um, also out there every night, uh, just about shooting shows, Mauricio Castro and Avery Junius. And, uh, we got a few other photographers. We're expanding. We got a few other photographers coming on soon. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about that. Uh, what up, Chicago? And um, and uh, yeah, good things. Good things come out of bad things. So the basement might be gone, but uh, other stuff just keeps uh, keep, keeps elevating, so that we can enjoy ourselves. See what I did there? Uh, That's it. We are out of here. We'll be back next Friday. I'm not sure what we're talking about, but we will be talking about something. Uh, until then, get out and see some live music. Be good to your ears, but be better to your people. We'll talk to you soon. Guitars in the air we sat in the sand Oh, on the Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>